It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode number zero percent of Jobbing Out. Zero percent of wrestling this week. No, well, I mean, Roman Reigns was on zero percent. That's the one. That's the one. We will talk about that. It is uh, Jobbing Out. I am Glenn Clark. He is Aaron Oster. He is Brandon Linton. And um, we can't lie to you. We had an extra entire day hoping that maybe there would be something of value to talk about this week. There ain't. It ain't good. Um, We'll talk about AW New Japan. We'll get there. We'll talk about the shows that were. But I I don't know, man. The reality is, as we pointed out when we had a brief pre-show meeting, the biggest story of the week is the fact that there's no Roman Reigns after you literally put both championships on him. What <laughs> in the flying F is going on? And why is it that no one's talking about how weird it is? Why is this not like the biggest story every day on every wrestling website that the guy they put the entire company behind isn't on the shows? That's two shows in a row, right? SmackDown and Raw. SmackDown and Raw. They made him champion of both. And and Raw counts now. Yes. Yes. He is their champion. Yes. (laughs) Was he he on the Raw prior either? He he was. Yeah. Okay. That that was was, his last appearance. Wait, maybe not. I was was going to say, he was definitely on that SmackDown. I don't know. He was on the Raw. No, he was on the Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah, but that's not the last Raw. That wouldn't be the last Raw. I think it was, wasn't it? No, there there was. Raw after Mania, there there have been two Raws since the Raw after Mania. Because that would have been on the... Wait a second. No, that math doesn't add for me. I think it... I think... No, because he would the the Nakamura thing happened on a SmackDown. Did he... Sh- and that was He was after. on the Raw... Bu- no, he was on the Raw before that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're so right. He missed two Raws. So he missed two Raws and a SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. He missed two Raws and a SmackDown. Wait. Did he miss two SmackDowns? Well, we don't know if he's going to be on tonight or not. Because the thing, the, oh, Naka, right, the Nakamura right, right. thing definitely yeah. did happen on the SmackDown after WrestleMania. Um, and, but and, I, and then, the, and the then reason, he wasn't on Raw at all after that. Yeah, the reason so it's I only asked been one, that, it's only been one Raw then. No, it's been two no, Raws two and Raw. one SmackDown. And, and, no, but the Ma- the Nakamura thing was the SmackDown after the Raw where he said nothing. Right, and right. then the next Raw he missed, and then Raw this week he missed. <laughs> Oh, 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 and there's been one SmackDown since. There's and, been two and Raws and one SmackDown. A, got it. Got and it. I think that's important because if it was just SmackDown and Raw, well, you, you could say he had say, a weekend okay. away. He was at a yes. funeral or something like that. Right. right. Correct. And by the way, like again, the most likely scenario is that he's there tonight and whatever. Right. And it's yeah. sort of not that big of a deal that he missed three shows. I don't know if have they made. Aaron, is there been is there an official preview out on the WWE website about SmackDown tonight? I feel like they typically send something like that out, and I would think that if Roman Reigns was going to be back, they probably would mention that. 
so Usos and RK Bro on the top of it. Um, yeah, nope. yeah. I'm, no, I'm going to guess the fact that they don't mention him at all. This is the preview for SmackDown tonight. After his win against Jimmy Uso last week, Riddle looks to go two for two against the SmackDown Tag Team Champions when he squares off with Jay Uso. Plus, Sami Zayn won't be able to escape Drew McIntyre's wrath when the two square off in a lumberjack match. SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey sign the contract for their I Quit match at WrestleMania Paybacklash, and Mad Cat Moss takes on Angel because you know nobody's allowed to have another name. And if there's <laughs> and if there's a name that you can uniquely own, and when you say everyone will know exactly who you're talking about, it's definitely the name Angel. There could only possibly be one of those. And by the way, that's all right there in the preview. It's weird they included all of that. I know. Friday night on SmackDown at 8, 7 Central on Fox. Yes, if Roman Reigns was going to be in attendance, I would assume that they probably would have mentioned that somewhere in the preview. Does that mean no Ronda again, too? No, Ronda's just signing the contract with Charlotte. Oh, sorry. I missed that. Yeah. Uh, What in the F? Now. No, here's the dumber part. Is he in the dark match? Because <laughs> I, th- I think he is. I think he was in the dark match last weekend. Wait, what? I think he Are was you for in real? the dark match, but he wasn't on the show. Are you for real? There's no way that's real. There's no way. It's definitely happened in the past. Well, I, I don't know. I'd have to look. Hang on. All right, one. let's see. So the pre-show dark match. No, it seems like the pre-show dark match Not the was. Pre-show, the after, right, right, right. That, that was the L.A. Knight thing. Um, it looks like it was Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins on SmackDown. Oh, I thought yeah. that was the Raw. Okay. That's the SmackDown one was Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Because again, there are, there are no shows anymore. I mean, like that, we talked about that last week. It's all over now. Uh, hang on a second. Well, we can pull this up on, um, uh, on the match listing. Uh, yeah, when's the last time Roman Reigns fought? WrestleMania? He, yeah, he, it was WrestleMania. He was, this is the weird part. It wasn't WrestleMania. He was on both house shows last weekend. <laughs> oh, that's what? right. He fought Drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I saw that. He fought Drew McIntyre at the house match. He was on both house <laughs> shows last weekend. What in the flying <laughs> F is going on? Like, I was, I was going to suggest, like, are we sure he's not injured? Are we sure that that's not a thing? But if he's wrestling in dark matches, he better not be injured. And he's wrestling Drew McIntyre. He's not in six-man tag, tags. Yeah, six-man tags. What in the hell is happening? <laughs> All right. I know this is not the end of the world, and it's some it's payback last season, right? Like, it is kind of what it is. I, it just makes no goddamn sense. Well, no, but it does beg one other question. Do they just Does not... that mean he's not on payback last? Oh, it, I, I would at, say that's a oh, heavy the, favorite at, to the no. At this point, I mean, why? I, I have no. I'm still weirded out by what they did with Shinsuke Nakamura. What was the point of any of that? Um, I, and it all comes off as we just don't know. We don't know what we're doing. So, oh, so is we, that how they is that how they get out of the the title thing? Is that he's gonna start beating up the Usos or something, and then that's. Is that they're out to not well, to not unify the tag titles? But why wouldn't they unify the tag titles at this point? I don't know, but like you, you pointed something out, like the Usos kicked him in the face, right? Not necessarily Roman. So like if they are trying to sort of get there somehow, you could have him cost them the titles, and then 
Or, or but that, why that, have Roman hug Shinsuke Nakamura in the middle of the ring if it was just a thing to do it? No, 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 no. Hold on, I'm I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. So, okay. Take what I said about not unifying the titles. This is how RK Bro wins. Like he comes out and and costs them the the match, and then because they fr- now again, I'm not saying this. This is stupid, but they have framed this as something Roman really wanted, right? Like, they mm-hmm. had him come out and say that now we need to do this. And so if Nakamura gets in the way, then that's a reason for him to want to fight Nakamura. That's really weird. Boy. But I would not be surprised if that's where this is headed. Like, is, the, is well, that... Here's here's the other... Are, are we going to see any interaction between... Because Backlash is still two weeks away. Uh, hey, hey, hey. WrestleMania pay Backlash with the twist Thank of uh, Vengeance. Jesus. God, I can't show a little respect around here. No, my I think word. RK Bro and the Usos are going to be the main event of that show. Oh, I right, would, but I, my I my my whole point though is like, so there's still two Raws and two Smackdowns to get to WrestleMania Pay Backlash. Um, like, are are you going to do anything with Nakamura in between? Like, that's actually one of the things. Is if if there is no match, like we've already set up RK Bro versus the Usos, unless we're going to throw in the Street Profits as well after their win I mean, on Monday. I mean, they've got every right to ask. That that sort of feels like the way to get there, right? Like, like because there's two more shows, they have to fight the Street Profits first or something. You know, my, something my, like my, my whole point, though, is that the interaction between Roman and Nakamura will have taken place almost a month before the match. And you're just oh, going to yeah. have to, They're going to have Nakamura just come out there? Like, that's going to uh, be no, the I mean, not. Just, just, just keep in mind that like we're currently in nonsensical territory already. So like that would just be, I mean, like none of it makes any sense. Why do you have? Why did you give someone both titles just to have them not exist for a month? Like this is the Brock Lesnar thing, but worse because at least when Brock Lesnar did it, he had one title. He didn't have all of and, the titles. Well, and and even when he did have one title, would be for the split there would be like a number one contender match on the shows when like there would be some, not always. Of, no, sometimes not, they not scapegoated always, but, it to, to, but usually what it, what it would be specifically after WrestleMania, if he held the belt after WrestleMania, there did. would be some indication right after on who would be the next challenger. No, we, and, we criticized this though. They did that thing where they pretended like the intercontinental championship mattered for a minute. Okay. Or, like, or they did something. They're remember not, the one, the one specifically was like AJ Styles had the intercontinental right, but, championship. But, so well, they were trying to and, make and that. Aaron, they're trying, like, they're trying to sell that the tag team title picture is the main event. But the problem is they're doing it on two shows. Like, right. and, and it's just not. It's nothing. It's a. It's it's turning something that should be cool into a wet fart noise, and that's, you know, there's there's a couple layers to that problem. The first layer being that nobody really knows if they want the titles to be unified anyway. The secondary part being, but you're doing that in lieu of there being a champion and a championship picture for five hours of programming every week. Are we to assume the only person that's even referenced the championship? since WrestleMania was Cody Rhodes one time in a promo that even referenced its existence. And it it reeks of we don't know what we're doing. If the if Roman Reigns needed time off after, after WrestleMania, there were lots of options. 
You could not have him win both belts would be the first thing that I would do, right? You could have him hold on to the one and then keep another one alive, particularly if you were going to do the bit where anybody can be on either show because you could just have one champion now that's on both shows for a little bit, right? Like, that would have been an option. The secondary option would be if Roman Reigns need a little bit of time off, he well, it's not an option, but it's a scenario, he probably wouldn't be wrestling house shows. Right. So That's the most confusing part about this because I could absolutely believe that he actually did injure himself in that match. That that injury was a real thing, and he does need a, at least a cycle off. Yes. But he's wrestling house shows. But so what it really is is that they book themselves into a corner by giving him both belts. Um, and by the way, I guess it's possible that these house show matches aren't really matches, and the Usos are doing a lot of the work, and like he's just really making an appearance. But then if that's the case, why not at least have him make an appearance on television? Like... You can't make any of these things make sense. This is um, Dave Meltzer. Quote, we were talking a couple days ago about how since they haven't shot an angle with him, they might be doing a pay-per-view without him, but that is not the case. He is, in fact, in the main event. He is the main event for WrestleMania Backlash. Somebody should let Dave Meltzer know the name of the I know, paper. right? It's shameful. The WrestleMania Paybacklash pay-per-view. So if that's the case, again, the most likely scenario is that it's just a one-off against Shinsuke Nakamura for the sake of doing it, which, as we said when they laid this out, I'm fine with that. That's that's about as much as you could ask for WrestleMania payback. Either that, crash. either that, if, if or if he really, as this thing suggested, if he really is not on the show tonight, it could be a Raw thing. I mean, every, there's no Raw or SmackDown anymore. <laughs> like... I, no, there is. I mean, there's all. There, he's the only person that, and then no. him and the Usos are the and no. RK Bro. I guess you should say it, nobody else is on the other show. I mean, there is. I'm saying it could be someone that's on Raw. The, none of those people are on SmackDown. But right then, why now. do the thing with Nakamura at all? I, oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe they thought they were going to do that and they changed their mind and they do Bobby Lashley or something. Like who? Who knows? There's definitely Bobby Lashley. Wait, 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 wait. I'm pretty oh, sure Gunther right. has. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. You just said something. I'm pretty sure Gunther has been on both shows. Has I, he? Yes. I no. Am, no, was he, he wasn't. Raw? No, he was only I'm, on SmackDown. I am almost certain that Gunter... You're wrong. He was, o- he was only on SmackDown. They may have showed that video package no. or something. But... Well, yeah. I mean, they, he was backstage or whatever it was, but it wasn't... No, there was no... I, don't, I don't think that was Raw. That was SmackDown both weeks because he uh, debuted and then he was on the, pre- the week after. I'm almost... Will... Will... I don't know how I can... I only know this because my son watched Raw with me this week. Or well, only if he were way. to be on Raw, it would have to have been this week. Right. That's what I'm talking about. But I don't. Yeah. But he, I don't think he was though. All right. I. I. I think when we say things like it would have had to have been on Smack, we got to be honest about this, man. Like that's over. The 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 what anyone was, can show up at any time. Correct. Like it's they, over. they do have a Raw roster and a SmackDown roster, right. and they're going to keep some semblance of it. For, but anyone can for, cross over for, it for the purpose. Okay, of let me house restate shows. it. He might come out on Raw and do something. Is what I was trying to say. If he's not on the show tonight, that might be because he's showing up Monday to. But there's no reason why they couldn't. The story. There's no reason why they couldn't do that tonight. Like this idea that Raw and SmackDown matter is that's over. We're beyond that. Like they're, they're they don't. They've made that abundantly clear. And, and it still begs the question, why has he been gone? Right. Like, you could, like, why hasn't it started two weeks ago or whatever? However and and why would ago. it make, like, if what you're saying is you could just do the exact same thing, you could insert the Shinsuke Nakamura of Raw into the picture, then why? 
Correct. You, you've already got that. <laughs> you don't need to do anything else. This is payback lash. We know what this is. Put Shinsuke Nakamura in a one-off match with Roman Reigns. We all know he's not winning, but it's Shinsuke Nakamura, so it's great. And deal with that until you decide whatever it is that you're actually doing moving forward. Like, th- this is very weird. Th- it's abundantly weird. I can't get over how weird it is. Every ev- amount of this is weird. It's strange. My only reaction is that they don't know. Yes. Like, like they thought they were going to do Nakamura, and they changed their mind for some reason, and now they don't know. And because they don't know, they think it's better not to have him on TV because they don't know what to do with him. How does is, that make sense? It No, it's insane. I'm saying, like, I think that's what they're doing, and it's crazy. I, I don't know. Like, because they have no idea what to do with him, they just keep him off the show. I mean, they've done this before with people. Yes, where but not with could, the guy that was the champion of both shows. Well, well right. And that makes it objectively And, and worse, the singular right? draw for the entire company. <laughs> Like, this is insane. He's the needle mover, and you don't want to move the needle? Like, right, right. I, I, we've never seen anything like this. This is bat-ass nuts. Uh, you know what? We just we don't want Stone Cold Steve Austin on the show. Go, <laughs> yeah, go home for a bit, Stone Cold. I'm sure everybody's wearing his T-shirt. but we're And don't actually go home. Stick around. Why are you on the house show? Just don't work the ones that are on TV. Make sure you come to Fairfax, Virginia, and... <laughs> And do a 10-minute match with Drew McIntyre. What the hell is happening? By the way, also, we have Hell in a Cell looming, so we're just going to kind of have a throwaway match into Hell in a Cell. Well, I don't know if they're making... So you know they're doing travel packages for Hell in a Cell. Are they really? Yes, they are. Because I think specifically because it's in Chicago. Um, oh, okay, that makes sense. They're doing travel packages, so I'm not... I think it's also not implausible that they're saving something more significant for Hell in the Cell. But what that what is... Though? Again, yeah. that's... And, but this is the problem with all of it. They really have reached a point of no return. Like, and... Which is, you know, there's again, there's multiple layers to it. It would make more sense to split the titles up and just have him decide that he doesn't want to be the champion of whatever, you know, anymore. I... It, they have they are at a point of no return. What can they do? And I think it's why when we accidentally booked the next year on last week's show, and if you missed that, because I apologize, nobody else is going to send a tweet out, and I forgot to. Um, we accidentally booked the entire next year, and it's probably the best-case scenario. Um, it is just starting to come off more like they want to do a cool, albeit exhibition, and maybe it's even one more Brock Lesnar at Hell in the Cell. I don't know, right? Yeah. Like, y- you can't. You can't possibly go back to a meaningful Brock Lesnar match with Roman Reigns again, can you? No. Well, here's the, but, but here's the thing. That's the only person, unless he's not competing in Hell in a Cell, it doesn't make sense to put him in a cell with anybody else. Well, that's what, if you wanted to, if you had make this Nakamura match mean something, if you have them interact and you extend that into Hell in a Cell, again, it would be an extended, right. we, we would know. We would know what it was, but there would be some sense to, hey, you know, we got to start thinking about money. And we got two stadium shows coming up. So Correct. what can we do before Three stadium the, shows. Well, well include, yeah, but the uh, ones in the UK, UK. So we're kind of assuming they don't have to go too crazy about what they do for that one. Um, but still... Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. It's three consecutive stadium, three consecutive stadium shows. So we got three stadium shows coming up. We're not going to blow anything on either of these, you know, two pay per views ahead of time. And so, yeah, to your point, Aaron, they could do a match with Shinsuke Nakamura, in which Shinsuke Nakamura does far better than we expect him to at WrestleMania Payback Lash, 
and you know Paul Heyman gets involved, and that warrants a Hell in a Cell. And because it's Shinsuke Nakamura and the crowd that's likely to buy travel packages, that actually works out pretty well. In fact, there may maybe be something to be said for, huh, you guys are running a New Japan show in Chicago. Huh, that's weird. Well, look at what we're giving you in Chicago. <laughs> you know, like there would be something to be said for that. So but let's get going on Roman Nakamura. But that's the point, that. right? Like this is it's all goes back to you did this thing with Nakamura. You planned an entire show around it. And then just made it go away for two weeks. Like, just as if it never happened. And, again, that could be related to whatever the nature of the injury is, because I don't know how much he... I don't know what his house show matches look like. So, you know, maybe there's some world in which the injury really is an issue and he wasn't actually wrestling and it was more like... The but use- don't, don't you think that would have been reported, though? Like, well, like if, if, if he was wrestling these matches and they were covering for him... Somehow, don't you think people would have noticed? I, would that be a bigger story? Would it be a bigger story that Roman Reigns was having like banger matches on house shows while he's not on TV? Like, well, apparently, <laughs> I I don't know what the bigger story would be. I, I mean, I just genuinely don't know. Um, man, I don't. I, you know, I'm 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 struggling. I'm I am very much struggling with this because I can't come up with any. We're gonna keep saying all these scenarios. And we're just gonna keep coming back to none of this makes a lick of sense, and it's far more interesting than anything they're actually doing because. Yikes! Yikes! Was it another bad week of actual programming? So let's talk about it. <laughs> Ugh. Where do we um, want to start? You mentioned uh, it already. The Street Profits. Yeah. What? What? Why? I don't know, man. I like the Street Profits. That's what I struggle with. Is I like the Street Profits, and I want the Street Profits to be a thing and to matter. But you, in a in a point at which you've identified that your main event is the Usos and RK-Bro, which on its own, that match is a big-time match and worthy of big-time treatment. And it's all you got right now. You don't have anything else. Why are you screwing with it? Really strange. I, you're screwing with it? I also, I, just inherently, I'm not sure how I feel about turning the Street Profits heel. I, I don't necessarily think it's a terrible idea, but, you know, as you said, people want to like the Street Profits. So I don't know if that's a good idea long term, especially if you're not going, you know, if you're turning them heel just to not be in the title picture, really. I don't know what we're doing. It's, it's again, all very strange. Uh, yeah, it, I, I don't get it. I don't understand what kind of functional story can be told this way. It just feels like a lot of vamping. Is what it feels like to me. It's like we're trying to make the show interesting, even though we don't really have any in- anything interesting to do. So you know, RK Bro are selling a lot of. Uh, speaking of shirts, <laughs> that shirt uh, that they put out uh, definitely yep. makes a statement about how they feel about um, about that situation. But, um, well, but I also don't know how to read into that as far as the, the context that we talked about it in. I don't know if that's saying, hey, we don't care at all, or no, we, we're telling you who Riddle is, and it's the reason why there's always going to well, be a limit to what we do with Riddle. I don't, well, I, don't I, 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 I think it's, I do not think it's that. And, and, I, and I do think that, uh, uh, okay. I do th- well, hold on. And I do think that we forgot to talk about it, but two weeks ago, Randy Orton talked about smoking pot on Raw. So but he's already Randy Orton. 
Yep. Okay, but like I, I'm, I'm telling you, these are the breadcrumbs that lead to. I think that they don't care. I, I, I really don't. As I've said before, care. I hope you're right, Brandon. But I think you're reading that because you want it to be that way, and not because of the actual suggestions. The suggestions. But the actual suggestions are: he's already in the main event of the show now. He's held a championship for the better part of a year. And I think that if you weren't going to now, I, I know that the other thing is the next level, particularly like like, do I think that he's going to beat Roman Reigns now that it's there's only one champion and it's been elevated to a degree that it has? No, I don't think that that they'll do that with him. But to be honest with you, I don't think there's a lot of people that will do that. I, well, I, obviously, I there's only going to be able to be one guy that's going to do that. People, there's yeah. one or two people that that would be OK for right now. But if you told me that like something they did something where anybody else was holding the raw title and that Riddle could win it, 100 percent, I believe in that now. Um, I don't think there's any reason to be hesitant about that. I, I would say I felt more confident about that a week ago before this shirt came out. This this shirt coming out reeks way more of, you know which part of the show this guy is. You know which you know which but part of the show. But that's not what part of the show he is. No, though. but it is. He's in the main event. Yes, by default, with an asterisk. And okay, as but a who else? Team. But 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 who else is in Randy the Orton? Main? But list all the other people that. That's my whole point. I think they're using Randy Orton to make the, all of this okay, and I think ultimately he's going to come out of it with it not mattering. Whatsoever. And, and by the way, Cody Rhodes is the main event of Raw. Yes, most certainly. Well, he, Cody he's Rhodes he's is the, the start and yes, the finish. There is no question about that. <laughs> he fair. is most definitely That's the main fair. event of Raw. But, but, but they're going to main event the pay per view. Well, I guess not. We don't, Roman yeah, I mean, it's, Dave Meltzer doesn't think so. Um, my, 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 my point would be more like I, I'm not, again, I think that you could get back there at some point. But I don't think if you get back there, it's going to be with them doing 420 shirts with Matt Riddle. I still, I think that you <laughs> want that to be where we're going. And I kind of would like, I don't, I'm struggling with that too. Because I just think this was a dumb shirt, right? Like, I don't know that I want the WWE champion to, or whoever it is to be the guy that's doing this. Um, I, I don't know. It, it, to, hey, to be fair, it doesn't talk about smoking pot. Yes, you're right. Great point. Great, <laughs> great point. Great point. Um, all right. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Let's just move on to the next thing. Hey, I, I do want to talk about something that's starting to win me over. What? Ezekiel? Yes. And and I know that you guys are going to make fun of me, but well, like... Well, okay. Finish your thought and then I'll tell you. Yeah. Of, of course, listen, we all know. Now, this is the conversation where we know what part of the show this is. But I do, like, this guy, is he going to win the championship? No. Is this entertaining? Absolutely. Dude, when he said who wants to speak with Zeke, I kind of uh, snorted a little bit in my laughter. Like, this is so incredibly stupid that it's good, This I think. This only works, and I say works. Right. Let me let me let me go two ways. One, it Kevin is, Owens is tremendously helping. Yes, us, by the way, yes, it, it, that's yeah. the big thing in a here. in a vacuum. That's making this part of it work to be entertaining and not be super embarrassing. But it has to get the answer can't be that when this is over, he's still Ezekiel. <laughs> like the answer has to be. That either he goes back to being Elias, maybe not playing music, maybe not to the extreme of the Elias character, or something else. This 
can't be, hey, we're doing this to have some fun with it as we try to get Ezekiel over. That This will never be over as a wrestling character right? after this part of it is over. Like, this is the extent that you can get out of this. And then if all this is is a prolonged F with Kevin Owens bit that in the end has him go back to being Elias, okay, it was stupid, it was silly, but I got some cheap laughs out of it, and I'm good with that, and I like that part of my professional wrestling too. But if there is any thought that Ezekiel can at any point be a professional wrestler that matters, I mean, get out of here. Just get out of here. That I mean, is not it, the case. It, yeah, there definitely, it definitely has to make a turn of some kind into something else. It just can't be right. But I don't even think these laughs are cheap. I think this is legitimately pretty funny. Like, like this is legitimately like it's so stupid. It's smart almost like it's like it's like watching a Leslie Nielsen movie or something like you're like, who thought of it? Like who 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 thought of this? This yeah. is so weird that it's almost like, you know, if, if you, when we were sitting around saying, what are they going to do with Elias? Like, was anything even remotely close to? <laughs> oh, he's there. We hadn't been brother about that in a long, long time. Well, because they stopped airing those promos. But when they were airing them, we were like, "What? I wonder what this is going to be." You know, I don't know. I think it's funny. I think the performer is good enough to make it silly. But again, with the caveat that he's working with the best of the best of the best right, right now, and you know, if they, <laughs> by the way, to your earlier point. If they just want to then pivot him to SmackDown and Sami Zayn, you could probably get another month out. Absolutely, of it. could do and, that. And, and and by the way, like and that's kind of what the key in this is. It's the the Ziegle thing is whatever. The idea of fucking with Kevin Owens and making it's, it's him amazing. go crazy yes. is the perfect concept. And by the way, one that would make him pair again perfectly with Sammy again, where you have people just constantly fucking with those two. They get back together and team because of it. That's perfect. That the Zeke thing almost doesn't matter. It's the fact that everybody fucking with Kevin Owens is a perfect premise. I, you're not going to get me to argue with that. <laughs> you're yeah. not going to get me to argue I, that that's a bad idea. Yeah, the, the other part I do, I, I have found myself wondering, if they took the Elias's brother part out of it and he was just pretending to be somebody else, is this any better or any more viable, I guess? No, the brother thing is what makes it funny. No, it's but a, I actually... It's a really bad lie. It's it's a... You know what, though? But I actually think that, like, the idea that he's delusional and he thinks he's someone else entirely, yeah. like, is actually better than him just saying, I'm the brother, right? Like, in 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 a weird way, I I actually kind of agree with Aaron that it would be a better idea for him to um, to just... Just be a. I'm just somebody else. Like I'm not acknowledging who the who is that other person. Who are you referring to? Right. I don't know. What is this see, Elias makes, of which you it, speak? See, see, to me, it makes it so much funnier that they do acknowledge it. Like it's, it's, I think it's funnier in the moment, but I think the other way might actually have some legs. Well, yeah, and yeah. Well, we'll have to see, right? Because it's only been a couple of weeks. But like, I think the fact that when he says, <laughs> I mean, that opening segment when you're like, what? wait, what? And then he's like, I know you, you're Elias. Like, no, actually I'm Elias's bro. Like that line is so funny yeah. because it's so bad. It's such a bad lie that you're just someone's brother and you're acknowledging that you know who, I mean, like 
I think the other thing would creep too far into other territory, which would be like, which is where it, sometimes it gets bad when they're just like, oh, just completely forget that this guy was somebody else. Like now it's this person. No, I, like, I but I think you'd be doing it. Remind, I think you'd still be doing the same stuff with Kevin Owens. Like, no, dude, we know who you are. Like, it, you wouldn't be ignoring right. it. It would be, I think what Aaron's talking about is that the payoff ultimately is, oh, I remember who I am at some point. How exactly do you get out of, I'm someone's brother? Like, it was just an elaborate lie the entire time? Like, it's it's the question of how do you get out of this that I think they have to, that yeah. at some point has to be addressed. How do you how do you get out of this issue? And I, I, I think it's easier done... When you're when you're just you don't remember who you are versus you've elaborately been lying that you're someone's brother the entire time. Well, what what would have made this better is if they had done the, you know, obviously they had no idea they were going to do this with him because what you would do is have him lose a match where he had to leave or something like like five months ago, and then come back and say, well, wait, no, I'm not that guy. I'm his brother. That's why I'm allowed to be here. And then, then he would have a reason to lie. Yeah, you're, you're right. We have yeah. no reason why, and hopefully they do give us a reason why. Or, or well, if and if the reason, if the, the reason way, was he was being, if he's legitimately his brother, that's not good. No, that's not, and that's that's what what I worry about is what is the end game, right? Right. But I'm okay with the answer just being he was really trying to f with Kevin Owens. Like that's I'm okay. With that ultimately being no, Elias the, wasn't getting respect from it, so he's fucking around with people. Yeah, you know something like that. But th- there's a short shelf life. That's not something that drags out for a year. That dies quickly. Um, that doesn't make it past payback lash. No, right. No, and also doesn't Kevin Owens and Elias have some kind of weird history? Like, isn't wasn't there a little bit of a thing they did for a little while? They were like teaming up a little bit. You know, I, that something about that sounds familiar, but I don't remember it. So I, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, like I'm okay with. Or Kevin Owens is just a jerk, and so you do this to him. Who cares if there's no history? Like I said, the entire locker room is playing along with it. Right. So clearly, everyone hates yeah, Kevin Owens. And like I said, fucking with Kevin Owens is a good concept. Correct. I'm. I'm. I think that does make for good television. I'm with it. Um. Okay. Anything else from Raw or SmackDown? We gotta talk about the wedding. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we, we, I guess we can, but there's not. What, what, what no. are we gonna, what are we gonna say? It was a segment of, of, this... of, of weddings. It was on the lower tier of wrestling weddings. <laughs> yes, yes. There was, there was nothing there. Um, I mean, it was just another excuse to do a bunch of twenty four seven title stuff. I mean, what, whatever. I guess they, they had to, they wanted to pay this whole thing off in some sort of way, so they felt like they did. But then the truth is, I think they're just gonna do a very similar segment next week. They, they don't know what to do about the 24-7 belt, so they've just identified four people, and they can buy themselves 40 minutes worth of programming. Not 40 minutes. Well, the only change minutes. is that now Dana Brooke is with R-Truth. Well, right? Maybe. Or, uh, that, or, that probably... Re- that probably yeah. I mean, just, back. That not, not, like, not like romantically, but like they're now they're going to be... But they don't, don't even have to be friends as much as... just for the one second. Right, as much as he just... You know, it was the image of her writing him out of the... I, I don't know if there's anything purposeful there or not. It could be, Brandon. You're absolutely right. And, you know, could they find some humor from that? Could they find some content from having the two of them work? Of course they could. Because it's R-Truth. And, well, and I like Dana Brooke, too, by the way. I've always liked Dana By the Brooke. way, R-Truth's line of... You you should be on the box of corn pop or on corn flakes and you look great. <laughs> I was dying. He said a he said a few things that were 
like laid in there a little bit that were pretty funny. Yeah. It was uh, just so quick. I don't know. What killed me. <laughs> um, you you know who? I mean, we don't need to talk about this for a long time, but throughout all of this, I thought that this did so much is is a strong way to say it. Not did so much, but it showed something for me from Tamina over the course of this. Yes, that I, don't I, you know, know weirdly, if, I do, I think more of her than I ever did before. Right. Now, again, that's because the bar was really low, right? Like, let's yeah, be right. fair about that. Um, I basically thought, no, and I'm trying to not say this in an offensive way, I didn't really think much of anything of Tamina. And right. now I think something of Tamina. So it actually yes. did work for her in some sort of weird way. It's weird, right? Like, I, I just, I remember th- like watching that segment and being like, how did we get here with Tamina where I actually wanted to see her do, do stuff, kind of? Because she's actually doing something for, like, the second time in a 12-year career. Yeah. So Someone that, popped her, by the way. Uh, was it was it our truth Somebody made her... She she did a good job of controlling it, but she definitely broke... I've never seen her break character ever. Yeah. And yeah, uh, truth said something. Yeah, yeah. I, I noticed it, too. I did also notice it. All right. How can you not? You're in the room oh, and, with and, truth. And by the way, I was also thinking about, you know, as we brought up Sami Zayn, the scenario, the booking that we did last week with Drew McIntyre, this is perfect for how to keep Drew McIntyre away so that when he reenters the picture, oh, f- yeah, this 100%. really is yeah. perfect for that. Mm-hmm. Like, continuing to have him work with Sammy, which is good in and of itself, right? Which we're all inclined to want to watch because it's Drew McIntyre and Sammy. But it also keeps him out and just enough separation that if the plan is to re-enter him into the picture in the scenario in which we talked about last week, this is great for that. He, it matters. It's good. It reminds us that we like him. And yet it doesn't force it down our throats as to what could be coming. But again, that's only right. beneficial if it's actually coming, you know. And, like, and if they let them, they could have a total banger match. Oh, well, no and question. that's why I, I think that that's the match that if you want to have a feud go into Hell in a Cell, yeah, that's a good. You you have him. Well, you're you know, already telling the run, story. The yeah, you have getting away. run. Yeah, yeah. Even at Payback Clash, you have him run and run and run, and then you have the Hell in a Cell match. No doubt, no doubt, all that works. All right, anything else from Raw or SmackDown? Theory is the U.S. champ. Or Intercontinental oh, right, US champ, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, US champ. <laughs> How am I supposed to remember? Uh okay. Aaron, why are you getting those two belts mixed up? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, why wouldn't you be able to <laughs> So there's that. I mean I, I I don't know. What are we what are we supposed to say? No, nothing. Just uh, it, it's a thing that happened. Yeah, I mean I mean it clearly keeps him on, you know, for for as bad as WrestleMania was, they probably felt like they had to do something. It's a bummer because what a wasted Stretch that was with Finn Balor. I mean, that was yeah, a massive that's nothing. That's the part that really isn't. He didn't even defend the title at WrestleMania. Nope. No. He was he in the was Andre. In the Battle Royal. Yep. So, at, okay. Th- one quick little topic. So, as bad as that has been, I mentioned this to Aaron. If they continue to do what they're doing with Ricochet, that's actually been quite good. That he's defending the title against real people, having good matches and winning. Like, that's the way you, like, again, do am I claiming the Intercontinental, blah, 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 the Intercontinental title is important as we stand right now? No. But, like, the fin, like if you take those two things and put them up next to each other, the Finn Balor thing was just, like, 
hold on to this until we figure out what to do with it. This ricochet thing, at least in the time being, feels like a real thing. Like they're trying to, I mean, what was that weird report about them thinking he was the second most popular baby face on SmackDown or something like that? Like, this feels like they're treating him that way. He just, but he also wasn't on WrestleMania. So like, I don't know. I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of glad that he's just not. I mean, Finn Balor was losing non-title matches, you know. Right. So we'll see like, if it continues. But I do like the fact that they're treating him like a real, you know, mid-card champion, whatever that means right now. Yeah, I mean, the the only tra- it's clearly better than the U.S. title because the U.S. title is the not low right now. Um, the problem with Ricochet is like he needs to be facing. People, he needs to not be facing Los Lotharios and, you know. Yeah. Jinder Mahal was a former WWE champion. Yes, he was. Great point. He absolutely That's was. A really good point. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if this is him against Sammy, cool. You know, or if someone else. He, 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 he did do that. He beat him twice. He beat him, but twice. then you have to continue facing him. <laughs> or not facing him, but facing people of in that bubble. I know what you mean. I understand yeah. what you're saying. That Los Lotharios does not accomplish that. Um, I I don't disagree with you whatsoever, and I and I probably feel that way. That I I Brandon, I think your theory is correct. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> I think your theory is correct. I don't know that it has worked out that way in practicality. I I just don't know that they've elevated Ricochet as much as I would like to see him elevated by this. Oh because... no, they're not there yet. But I'm saying like that. They're doing some groundwork, and I, I, I guess the like, it's like you said, the bar is so low, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They are doing the groundwork. He's winning the matches. They're having him face these guys. I mean, like they are trying to make. Um, I mean, if you look at the SmackDown roster, like it's it's weird to say this, but I mean, who? I guess you would have to start going into the face list. To say, like, who would be a credible threat? I mean, I guess Corbin would be the next person, but, like, we could say the same thing about Corbin, you know, that we say about Jinder Mahal. Maybe not to a lesser extent. No, it's not. There's no comparison between those two. I was going to say, Corbin, they built a feud around Romania. Corbin matters. Right, Uh, right. You know, Jinder does not. I mean, maybe, like, like a shame. I mean, he beat Sheamus. He beat uh, Ridge Holland. He beat, um, I guess he hasn't fought Butch. That would be pretty cool, actually. Oh, um, I'm all for that. It'd be really, I'm, it I'm, would, it'd be really cool if he wasn't named Butch. But you know, right. I, <laughs> I'm just trying to see. Who I know, else is on I know, SmackDown I and know like, what you there's mean. There's not really a lot of other people that that can contend for this title. It would be like Kofi and Xavier, you know, or like, um, you know, Nakamura. But that's, you know, we think do, he's doing something else. Like, there's not a lot of people at that level that aren't doing things. Like. It feels like maybe we, maybe the U.S. and I.C. title should be the one the ones that are unified. That's probably the first one they should have unified. Honestly, I mean, just based on how they treat it, you know, like um, not because of uh, any other reason, just because they can never find time to do things with either one of them. So, I mean, I just I'm looking at this roster and there's just not. I don't, you know, like we criticize them for Los Lotharios, but those guys are at least good workers, and that's what we know they want out of Ricochet is these spectacular matches, which those matches were, by the way. Even though the competitors themselves, you know, the characters haven't been built to a degree where we find them exciting. I think my number one fear is they're just like, all right, what, at certain times, like, 
I actually meant to make a note of this for the to to say I'm glad we're getting into it before we're done with the main roster. There was a little bit of NXT 2.0 going on on the main you're roster. Not, you're like not wrong about that. A little like bit the of the theory just... thing is 100 percent that the Los Lotharios thing, and so I'm concerned that this is the, the that Ricochet is like okay. Um, in two weeks, Madcap Moss is winning the Intercontinental title. But but which by the way, I thought he looked good as a face and was the crowd was cheering and it was working okay. But um that's a little NXT 2.0 on the main roster, in my opinion. In that it just throwing stuff against the wall to see if it sticks. And it's kind of like like it feels like the kinds of characters Character-y that they're doing. Is what on, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That and that maybe can walk along the lines of they don't want to have people have two names. That you're supposed to be a character, not a person. Um, right, which is dumb, but <laughs> although what 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 do we learn about um the dark match last week? It was Mace with L.A. Knight. Yeah, L. A., yeah. Is he just gonna kill Ricochet in three seconds and take the title? One of these I mean, weeks. I, I guess the question with that is: is that Mace with L.A. Knight, or is that they're going to try out L.A. Knight as a manager with different people? The latter, I'm actually kind of all for, um, because I think L.A. Knight. Could be a great manager. I think he can be a great wrestler too. But let's he's be a, honest, he's a good wrestler, but he's not so good that I'm like offended right. that they're trying. Exactly. You know? His his main. He's a much better talker. Exactly. His main quality is his mic work. So if they did want to say, "Look, your your path to being on the main roster for a long time is as a manager," I think that can work. I don't know if Mace is the guy I would debut him on TV with, though. The character that was described was kind of interesting. Like he's a he, that that L.A. Knight is a modeling a modeling talent guy, and that Mace is a model or something. I don't know. It was, it, it, it it could be bad, but I, it at least was something different <laughs> that they haven't done. Before. Mace is a model. I yeah. think, didn't they call it night modeling? I think they said. And 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 if you saw the picture of Mace, he was wearing like nice clothes, and made him look a little bit more like. I mean that's the way I took it. I didn't I didn't see yeah, anything I, that said Mace is a model character. Okay. But they they were calling LA Knight uh the guy from Knight Modeling Agency or something. Let me find this. I don't know. I don't know. Mm, you know. Maybe there's something there. Who knows? Maybe there's something there. All right. Anything else from the uh the main roster? Do you want to just t- pull that into NXT and then we can get to the AEW stuff? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I got nothing either from NXT. <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was just, uh, we, we got you know Roxy debuting. That's cool. Uh, yeah, sure. It's the Joe Gacy thing was more dot nineteen ninety two WWE superstars. Yeah, it was. I mean, yep. there's no getting around that. It's um. I got nothing else. I mean, I really have nothing from from NXT. I mean, I got. I swear to God, if you guys had asked me twenty minutes what happened on NXT, I would have said I don't. I don't remotely remember. What about what about the gang wars thing? What do you think about that? Was the what do you mean the gang wars thing? What the the Legato and uh, Tony D. Oh yeah, I don't know. yeah, <laughs> the guys. I mean, I thought look, it was. It, I thought it if was you're weird. Going to be the Don, you need some flunkies. I thought it was weird. That they kept time. So okay. So are they, are they turning Legato face? By the way, because I I kind of like that. I'm not opposed to that. 
By yeah. default and by default, sure. Well, because they, I mean, they, not just by default, they fought grizzled young veterans too in the match. So, you know, I mean, they're not faces. <laughs> I th- it, it felt a little bit, they're turning them a tiny little bit. It felt that way. Anyway. It might very well be. I thought it was interesting that, like, they they had Braun... Every time they did the tag team stuff, they did it, like, they inter, inter, know, intersectioned it with Braun Breaker stuff. Oh, yeah. That's true. Like, that they felt like maybe because they gave the tag team belts to somebody that nobody's ever heard of, they had to have the two very close together in order to get people to care or something. It was just weird to me because they did it both at the beginning of the show and at the end of the show, right? Like, it was weird to me the way that that worked. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, the one part they had, what, grizzled young veterans, like, ran into him or something. So it was three times then because he came out. Yeah, it was. <laughs> wow! Yeah. I forgot about the one you were talking about. I was I was remembering the grizzled young veterans in the back. So they actually they actually did that three times. Kind I, of interesting. I don't know. I don't know. It could be nothing. It just be a weird kind of anomaly. But I just couldn't help but notice it. I really. I'm sorry. I've got no, If you guys yeah. got something else to say about the, no. I, are, I have nothing. I, is Carmelo a face now? Well, no. Solo's the face, right? Is he? Yeah, think, solo solo's a face because they had him kind of yeah. do the respecting with Cameron Grimes. Ah, uh, oh. yeah. I, I I thought that you have you have kind of solo as the tweener leaning face. You have yeah. obviously Grimes as the clear face and kind of Carmelo as the heel. It didn't come off like he was a true heel to me. Like it came off more like they're starting. Well, he's ne- he. I don't think he's ever come off like that, especially the last few weeks. Like I think he's just like. Because remember, he was the one who was like, I want to fight all these guys in a ladder match. Yeah, That's but, not a heel move. But he was still talking S to them the entire time, right? Yeah, and he was like, talking S on Wednesday. Was he? I mean, or you, Tuesday or whatever it, day this show I, comes I, I'm sorry. I, it, it yeah. was, I can't. I can't. I don't remember. I'm just being as bo- bloody honest as I can be. I don't he, No, but you're not wrong that he, he, they don't go hard on him as a heel. They go hard. They make him more of like a cocky. He's like a rapper, to be honest. Like, it's like. Very confident, borderline he, cocky, he comes or off over the line cocky. He definitely comes off more as star to me than as heel. Like, yes, I, I think so. I okay. think that they're leaning into that more than they're leaning into heel. But he also has a guy that cheats with him. So there is that. There, there is, is that. that. All right. Um, let's talk about AW New Japan. Aaron, sell us on why this is a big deal and this really matters. Um, I mean, it's a big deal and it really matters if you want to see these guys wrestle. It's not, you know, it's not a groundbreaking, changing, crazy, huge, giant announcement. It is, you know, this is the greatest show. Like it might end up being a very cool pay-per-view because it probably should be a very good pay-per-view. Um, but you know, all the, the hoopla around it is whatever. So once you get past the hoopla around it, okay, and, get, I, and I'm trying to separate that. I'm not even really. This isn't to me even yeah, about making and, and fun that's of. Kind of. But that's what I'm, I'm not trying like to get making. At. We like, can make fun of Tony Khan all we want to make fun of Tony Khan. This is just, he's a carnival barker. He is what he is at this point. People chanting Tony, Tony. It's so embarrassing. I mean, it's just so embarrassing. But fine, let's move on from that, right? Because that's no different than Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon's a carnival barker too, right? Like this is as we've said all along. This is always going to be the case. Like that. This is the company that you're going to be now. Let's move past that. Is this really like super different than 
New Japan working with Ring of Honor? Are we getting something here that we've never gotten before? So here's where it gets interesting. So the obvious comparison is to the Madison Square Garden show that yes. Ring of Honor. And there's a very big difference there in that in that match, it was virtually two shows that just coexisted together. It was Ring of Honor matches. It was New Japan matches. You did not have Ring of Honor and New Japan crossing over. And while in the past we have had the, the Ring of Honor versus New Japan shows, between the fact that those were kind of lower, you know, they were, they were smaller, the probably the biggest building they did for those was like the, you know, the ECW arena. Um, it was also very kind of heavily, uh, heavily balanced towards New Japan when it came to the big wrestlers. And a lot of times you would be getting, you know, the, the big wrestlers facing the smaller wrestlers. So the answer is kind of, it depends how this is booked. If this really is, we're getting... Tanahashi versus Adam Cole. If this is, you know, the big guys going at it and you're seeing it not, you know, completely balanced one way or another, it'll be a really fun show. And by the way, if we don't get CM Punk versus Kenta, what the hell are we doing here? Um, if it ends up being, you know, Okada versus a lower level guy and, you know, Brian Danielson versus a lower level New Japan guy, well, then that's not going to be good. So I'm hoping that it's the other way. I think they re should realize that it needs to be the other way where it's fairly, you know, guys who are on the same level facing each other. And if it does, you know, we can argue if we want to about how significant it is, but it should make for a cool show. And that's what I think I would say is it comes off as a cool show for people that are really hardcore professional wrestling fans um, for the average person. And I, and I say this in a nice way, it, it almost comes off as it's going to be annoying to have to deal with it for a little while for it to only just go away, right? Like, I, you are already, as we've talked about, struggling to put over your guys enough. Now, if this is what we're focusing on for what's the time frame between Memorial Day and this pay-per-view? About a month. About a month. If this is what we're focusing on for a month, then... This goes back to the you got a people problem. Like, presumably, these guys are going to start showing up on, they're not just going to announce some matches and here's the card. Like, presumably, they're going to make it kind of a focal point of the month build when you already struggle to get all of your people doing relevant things throughout the course of, of your programming. So, I, I guess that's where I'm struggling with this a little bit, where, like, on its own, it seems really cool. But because I don't care about New Japan the way that you do, my preference would be just announce some matches and make it an exhibition thing and don't try to do anything more with it. Because the more you try to do with it, the more you interrupt what it is that you're doing on your own programming, which we're already dealing with problems in that department. I'm actually with you. I think that the smart way to do this, you don't, again, unless they're specifically, if you want to do a you know, a bullet club versus a group of faces and you want to do that. Okay. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But when you're doing just the random exhibition match at the top of the card, I don't think you need, if you want to show a quick promo fine, but I don't think you need to do much with this. This is going to sell out instantly because of the names. This is not going to be something that people are looking for big stories. And again, except for something with, you know, if you have something longer, if you want to do a, you know, a Kenta promo where he accuses CM Punk of just ripping off all of his moves, fine. Mm -hmm. You know, something small like that. You don't need to do a lot with this to sell it. Is this the one, do you think this is where they do the, whatever they're calling the Adam Cole side of the people versus the, 
Kenny Omega like side of the people. It just the whole Kenny thing is the big question about that. Cause yes, it would be the perfect place to do it. And Kenny would be the perfect person to, you know, you even had Adam Cole say he was the most important person in the U S and Japan, which obviously kind of felt like a little shot at Kenny Omega. So if he's ready, yes, this is the perfect spot to have Kenny Omega be a major part, whether it's his first match back or whether he gets involved in the Adam Cole match there. We just have no idea what the deal is with Kenny Omega. Correct. Correct. I mean, correct. Um, I, I, you know, I, I don't know what else to say. Cool. Let me see how it works. And I can be into the show itself. I, I absolutely can be into it as a cool, fun exhibition show and a neat thing to do. I, again, separate the carnival barking and do as much in your power to separate it from your actual show. And that's that's just the part that I really worry about. I really worry about their ability to separate it from their actual show. And they're not just constantly thinking, we need another shiny new toy every week. There constantly has to be something new, 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 new. And that's that's what I've been struggling with. But, you know, again, the show itself... Neato. Did you hear this suggestion? Again, I'll go back to Meltzer. That Meltzer suggested that because they're doing this show in Chicago, they don't do um, all out in Chicago, but instead they try to turn that into a stadium show somewhere. It, it makes sense. We've kind of been waiting for this because they, you know, they've been killing it when it comes to selling these big pay per views, with the exception of maybe that Baltimore show. Um, that we're just kind of wondering when are they going to try to do something bigger, whether it's a full football stadium, whether it's a soccer stadium, whether it's whatever, baseball stadium, whatever exactly it is, um, it would make some sense. I feel like you have to really start putting some things yeah, in that, motion right now. And that's what I'm struggling Like, what what is it? Because his suggestion was Toronto. But, but who is that for, right? Like... I mean, it makes a like if you if let's assume they're not going straight to big NFL stadium that they're looking for something in between well, and yeah, baseball if you run, stadium. If you, well, no, hang on a second. The, the the stadium in Toronto is the size of a football stadium, right? But you can you know make it not the size of. But a football what's the stadium. point? Of, but then what's the point of running it? Right. Like you yeah. you run a stadium that size to fill a stadium that size and to do an event worthy of a stadium that size. You don't run a stadium that size to, you know. Just, just for the sake of running, it. it's like that doesn't make any sense. Now, if you're saying they want to run the soccer stadium in Toronto, okay, sure. I mean, that's sort of like running the tennis stadium in New York, right? Like, it's a little bit bigger than an arena, but not much. But you know, it's it's a different it's a different look, and they're so good at making small places seem big that now, if you make it even a little bit bigger, they can make it seem even bigger than that, right? Um, if you're running, what is the, what is, it's not the Sky Dome anymore. The, Rogers, the Rogers Center. Center, right? What's the capacity of the Rogers Center? Uh, I, and I was, that's what I was looking it up. And uh, the WrestleMania is, again, announced 68,000 for yeah, I mean, it's, both of those. Yeah, I, I yeah. was thinking for some reason that for wrestling it was a little smaller than that, closer to 45, 50, rather than trying to get to, you know, 70. But yeah, if it's 68 anyways. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why it would be Toronto in particular. Well, because it's somewhere they they haven't been. That's I, I don't I don't know. I didn't listen. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't listen to Dave Meltzer. Yeah. But I'm guessing it's because if you're going to run a stadium show right now, you want to do it somewhere where you haven't been because that's where they they can find some success. It's a new market, 
So it's, it's a, a rabid hu- market. It's a huge opportunity to walk in. I'm I'm correct. They have not played. They have not done Toronto before. Correct. I'm fairly sure. Like they've done Western New York. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't. They did Buffalo once. Yeah, Rochester. They definitely done Rochester for a hundred percent. Um, but they've never done Toronto. So here you have your you the, you, don't, you only get one chance to go somewhere for a first time. Truly tap into the market. Um, for them, it can be a middle finger because WWE is running their UK show in the stadium. So, hey, you, you think it's cool that you can do a stadium? Well, on the same day, we can do a bigger stadium show, right? Like, you can do a lot of these things, but what is it, what's making it worthy of being a stadium show is the question. And I fear that in their mind, the answer is CM Punk versus Brian Danielson. I fear that they're just about to toss away the Adam Page thing entirely. That it just hasn't worked, and it hasn't. Let's be clear about that. There has been this has been a again a fart noise of a title reign. Um, with and that's a bummer. But but, it, they've, but they've also not tried to make a hundred percent. I was going to say they, I I don't know about the entire title reign, but certainly the past couple months they just don't do anything. That's what right. I was going to say. What part right. of what part of it was exceptional? Uh, I'm not exceptional, but it's December and January when he was feuding with Danielson and was Dan- on TV every week. Out- outside good. of Danielson, it's been a fart noise, yeah. right? Yeah. Like outside of that, it's been a which again, I'm okay with in general because, as I said, this was about the moment. This wasn't really about the rain to me. This was just about completing the process. But it's feeling to me like they're just going to sacrifice that, turn to Punk, do this event in Chicago with Punk. And then they believe that they could get it around to a Punk versus Danielson match as being the main event of a stadium-worthy show. And I only say this because I just don't think that Dave Meltzer throws this out there without thinking it's something they're at least considering. Like, that that he hasn't thought that through a little bit. And, you know, they're going to do it at some point. We all know they're going to do it at, at some point. I hate the idea that it would be a... We're just sacrificing everything else and immediately forcing these guys into a title match, and it's the only thing we have. And, you know, they're not really your guys. I I don't like any of that, but would it sell out a stadium? With the idea that you're also building it as, you know, come be part of history, the first AEW stadium show? Would be close, I think. I think it would. I mean, it would sell a lot. I mean, there's no doubt about that. It would sell a lot. I, I just think that, like, if you're going to do that, we need to get a, uh, tickets on sale in the next couple weeks. We're four months out from that, basically. Yeah, you would probably want to have that announced. I, I mean, I, I have they sold out Vegas? Uh, if not official sellout, it's... So yeah. may, maybe they just want to wait to get through, like, selling out the, the Forbidden Door thing, and then... They could do it then. Yeah, it just ha- have the... I'm, I don't even know when those are going on sale. It's pretty soon, right? So, no, yeah, imagine. that'll be a weekend sellout i'm sure okay um so yeah maybe all right what else from aw (laughs) not a whole lot honestly Uh, good you know good matches they're doing hang on let's revisit the thing that we talked about last week for sure i'm i mean i i said i thought you could go back you can't go back now it's it's over they've somehow made sammy guevara complete heel and have just decided to lean into it and yeah dan lambert is supposed to be a face somehow now that's the weird part. Like, I had no problem with Guevara being a heel because, look, he's a good heel. Um, I had a problem with the timing of it and the way that it happened. Sure, had, like, the timing's you know, weird. I, I I don't disagree. But, but yes, I, in, in general, Sammy Guevara being a heel, no problem. 
Yeah. The the Lambert thing is the very, very Scor- weird And Scorpio Sky. Like, he's he's associated with Scorpio Sky. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Scorpio Sky as a face can Scorpio work. Sky alone as a face. E- e- Ethan Page was the bigger problem. Well, e- that Ethan is Page, true. But, but I, I thought they might, like, when that first segment showed up with uh, Frankie Kazarian, I was like, oh, are they going to have Scorpio reunite with Frankie and, and kind of go away from Lambert? And I was like, okay, this might work. Um, and then that's not what the segment was at nope, all. Nope, not at all. Nope, not nope. not one bit, not even slightly. Um, I don't know, man. You know, I, it's weird. I don't know where it goes, and ultimately, I, so when are they doing the mixed tag match? I don't think they've announced that. They haven't announced it. I mean, like. Yeah. I mean, people aren't going to cheer for Paige Van Zant, though, right? Yeah, they will. You think? Oh, yeah. 100% they will. 1,000% they will. She's good looking, and now they decided they don't like the other people. And they, I mean, it's, yes, 1,000%. They'll choose to cheer for Paige Van Zant. She's she's very attractive. I'm not sure if you've noticed. Like, <laughs> she's an attractive person. Notice that. Yeah. I mean, the, the one thing that you can definitively say is that people want to boo Sammy right now. And that, so. And so, yes. I mean, they're, they're cheering Dan Lambert. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, and it's not because their faces. It's just that right now, if you're right. going against the, Sammy, that's the, en- the biggest thing. The, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's bizarro world. I don't get it at all, but. I'm I mean, not, I get it. I, I'm getting that, that I, the character they presented was a heel. I, I get that he was unlikable. I disagree that it was a heel. I get that he was unlikable. I think the nuclear heat has not made sense. I, I, I don't think it makes sense for there to be nuclear heat on Sammy because he was acting like the high school quarterback. I, I like. You want to say, hey, we, we kind of missed on this one a little bit. Like, Let's fix it. That's fine. Nuclear heat does not make oh, sense to it, me for this. It could have gone away. Well, except now they're leaning into it. Oh, so. now they, they've just decided there's no yeah. going back, right? Like they Well, just... I, I don't know if they decided that there's no going back or why bother going back. Because how does it make sense with Dan Lambert? Well, it doesn't make sense right now. That's the but part. But like long-term, if you want to say it makes more sense. In what world does Dan Lambert make sense as a face? <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm focusing any. on Sammy here. I'm not focusing on Lambert because you're right. But that that's part of – that's why I can't – I'm struggling with this so much. Like, again, the Sammy side of it alone, fine, whatever. And if the answer is what we're going to do is we're going to have whoever turn on Dan Lambert to get him out of the equation, and, you know, whether that's one, whether that's Scorpio turning on both of them or Ethan, like, somehow we're going to remove Dan Lambert from the equation and identify someone else who individually can be a face in all of this. Like, okay, I'll listen to that. You know what I mean? Like, that makes sense. But keeping Dan Lambert as a face, he has nothing to offer. Like, I don't think that's what this is, though. Why? Well, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell would that be? I don't know. Like, I don't know. And that's why it hasn't even crossed my mind that this is a long-term face thing for Dan well, but Lambert. I don't, I, again, I don't know that anything is long-term. But the problem is, like, you do have to address it. Like, you do this to do what? Like to do, there's got to be a plan, and it comes off more like, "Hey, we'll." F- it's comes off very WWE esque. We'll figure that out. <laughs> like this is what we did for now. We'll figure that out next week. What we might do next. Like it just, boy, it made no sense whatsoever. All right, are we good? Can we wrap no, up? Wait, wait, wait! wait. Oh, you, you forgot to talk about the most amazing performance in the history of uh, AEW Dynamite with. Uh, Sting, no selling the, the chair oh, shot and jumping God. off of the 
<laughs> I mean, I, that's I've sting. Had, yeah, I've, I've had this conversation too many times to be able to have it again, man. <laughs> Same. We're thing. just we're just keep gonna keep doing this with yep, sting. That's what we're gonna. That's exactly what we're going to do. You're a hundred percent right. And if, if not, and if not, he's doing more. If if not anything, right? Like it's it's he's even more involved when <laughs> instead of being less involved. Well, I, I just thought that the uh, the ending of Diamond was kind of slating of what we've all been rolling our eyes at for a year, close to a year and a half now. Is like, Darby, despite what you think of whether or not, you know, that was worthy of a coffin match or whatever. Yeah. Like, it was a good match. Darby Allen went over. He was standing tall. And then Sting comes out, and then the Hardys come out. Yep. Yep. Because they're WCW. That was my, I was just like, I was, and, I was and, just like, and, Okay, this is a cool moment for Darby. Good job by him. All that good stuff. Oh yeah. But I, I, I really, and I, when I say this, I really think we need to talk about how WCW they are. The, yeah, I mean, dude, the, the, listen. I know that people are jazzed about it's going to sell out. When, even the Japan pay per view. Yep. Is something that WCW did. Like this is this everything about this comes off as WCW. And again, when I say that, like a lot of what WWE does is very WCW. I'm not trying to suggest that like it's unique to them, but and I just don't want to keep hammering away at this. But the thing that this is was supposed to be is not the thing that it is in any way. That doesn't mean you're not allowed to like it, but this is definitely not what it was supposed to be. Did you catch? I don't remember. Was the was it with Ryan Satin where Cody talked about? Um, you know the the idea that that he was not ready for the job when he was in AW. Did you catch that yes. interview? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember which. I, I saw the quotes. So I didn't see. The full I, interview, I think it yeah. was. I think it was Ryan Satin. And I like you, Aaron. I did not watch the full interview, but I caught some of the quotes. And the quotes actually were interesting to me in a couple of ways. Like he said, he thought the problem was that he, you know, that they sh- he shouldn't have booked himself into the corner of not being able to go for the title, mm-hmm. and didn't address the real issue, which was that was a, inherently a good idea that, as we said, you could always fix down the road, like. This is pro wrestling. You can always, three years down the road, revisit that and and have a match for the right to break that or something along those lines. Or have someone ask you to break it. Have the crowd demand that you break that promise because they so badly want to see you win. There's a million ways to go about doing that. That alone wasn't the problem. And what it struggled with me, and, and again, this might just be not be him not wanting to not deal with it, but the issue was that he did that only to then have himself be booked over everyone else in the in the company. Like, that was the miss to me. The miss wasn't that you booked yourself to not be able to go for the title. The miss was booking yourself to not be able to go for the title and then immediately Triple h yourself all over the rest of the card. Well, the, the miss was the first three words. You booked yourself. <sighs> Yes, but I would argue that he could have gotten away with that and still have made it work had he made himself less threatening. If he could have sure, just been... Sure, but, but he also, as as he kind of said, like he was in the prime of his career. He was the guy who the people were cheering. Like There was every reason to put him in a big position on the card. It Just the fact that it's him makes it you know, bad. And the fact that he was, you know, as you said, he wasn't the champion, but treating himself like the champion. I think it was interesting. I think it was an interesting, at least the part that I read. Yeah, go ahead, Brandon. There's another interesting quote where he says, 
Um, I don't think I want a management job in wrestling ever again. I don't think I was mature enough for it. And I tried. That's that's sort of speaking to that, right? Like and, and it's I like, do, and I do wonder if that's now how the entire company has been treated, which is the rest, the 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 the, the wrestlers can't run the wrestling company, like it just can't work that way. Yeah. We have to run a wrestling company. We have to do what's best for bit. We you know all of those things, and you know, it might be good. Yeah, I mean, look, we said this back before Dynamite really started, when AEW was, you know, a thing, but, you know, the TV show, has. we said the hardest thing that this would be is, and the biggest question is, can wrestlers really book themselves and book a company? Right. Because in the history of wrestling, that really has never worked. Well, I think I think we're getting our answer. Not necessarily that what they're doing now is better, but just I think we kind of might have gotten our answer to that question. All right, we good? Can we wrap up? I think so. All right, very good. Let's get some plugs in. Aaron. Uh, check out vcin.com. A number of great draftings coming up. We On Sunday evening, we will be having a... Uh, a <clears throat> on vcin, we'll, on Sunday night, we'll be having a full draft show with uh, Tim Murray, Sean King. Uh, that'll be sp- uh, sponsored by DraftKings. And, of course, Thursday and Friday, we will be having uh, our draft show as it's going on, breaking down all the different draft numbers. And we should actually be getting some draft prospects on the show as they get drafted. So, uh, make, cool. make sure to check that out on vison.com. Very cool. All right. Uh, and I'm at the Aoster. Uh, Brandon, a couple shows coming up. We've got seven dust playing the Animo- animosity album for the 21st anniversary. Cause they had a deleted uh, year, um, May 13th at Ramshead live. And we have Emil and the Sniffers, who's a great new Australian or newer Australian punk band playing on May 22nd. They had an amazing set at Coachella last weekend. And uh, you can get tickets for all that and more. See the full schedule at ramsheadlive.com and follow us at ramsheadlive on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton. At Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me. And hey, I'm going to be in the uh, FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel next Thursday night for the first round of the draft. So don't do what Aaron's doing. Do my thing instead. Um, And also, we are giving away a, a VIP experience in the FanDuel Sportsbook. So if you go to pressboxonline.com slash contest, you can sign up. We'll get a reserve table for you and three of your friends and a $300 tab to spend as well. Not for betting, for food and, and booze. you got to pay for your own betting. But uh, you can't ask for a lot more than that. You're looking for somewhere to come hang out during the draft. That's a pretty good prize. Again, pressboxonline.com slash contests. At AJ Francis 410 on all social for him and basically literally every wrestling podcast on the face of the planet. At this point, you can probably hear, except oddly his own. Except ours, right? Uh, although, yeah. in fairness, I don't, did, did we even ask? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's probably on us. We'll have we'll to hit him up for next week. Yeah, yeah, we got to do a better job. I do believe that AJ Galante is joining us next week, by the way. I do believe I got that done. Hey. All right, for. Um, Wait, what, 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 what do you call him? The what real, I? wrestling's real AJ. The, the, the only AJ in wrestling <laughs> that matters. <laughs> I do not co-sign on that. For uh, for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis. Vent. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs>